This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. We're starting. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Long time no see. I missed you. I, I can't know. believe you were gone for like a whole week. Don't do that. It <laughs> freaking sucks. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll work on my travel, my travel schedule. <laughs> not allowed. You, you, it's not allowed. You need to coordinate with our <laughs> listeners or something. <laughs> Um, let's see what I also wanted to tell you. Um, you did a lot of work while I was gone. I came back and you were definitely very excited to get started again. And you were kind of in a tizzy because you're just so excited about all these things that you've shown me. Well, you were gone for a week and a lot, (laughs) a lot happens. A lot happens. Um, in the mind of Michael Rubin. Okay. So here's what was keeping me up most of the nights. (laughs) Um, I wanted to like I wanted to jump back into talking about composition, okay. and I wanted to see if I could help you help anybody. Like, how do you teach composition? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I went online and I looked through everything I could find about composition, and um, you know, there's all these rules. You know, and we yes. we talk about it: the rule of thirds and leading lines and yes. diagonals and this and that. And you know, it's never sat um, well with me, and I kind of griped about this in episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I really was sort of digging into it. And so I went back to the, my collection Yes. and I went through every photograph that was kind of tagged as a portrait. Mm-hmm. And so these are pictures of people just like we, we take, right? Just like you do. With Hundreds your of photos, thousands of photos, Th- thousands right? of photos. I went through 2000 photos oh my God. and, wow. um, and these are pictures by Ansel Adams and Deanne Arbus and, Alm Lavinson and just amazing photographers. And I looked through all of them and uh, you know what? No rule of thirds. There's a really (laughs) absolute, it's no rule. And so then I dug back into my own pictures Uh and I've got over a hundred thousand, about 170,000 pictures. And uh, I looked at the highlights and I was going through those. And again, none of these following the rule of thirds. And if you talk to photographers about things like the rule of thirds, they almost always say the same thing, which is, um, well, it's a rule, but when you get good, you can break the rule. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was trying to, uh, so I was trying to think about this, and where I came to was sort of this two two think two th- kinds of thinking about it. One is, is it real? <laughs> is it like is it is this a real <laughs> thing? And I'm being an idiot, uh, and it's a rule that you can break when you're good. A- and is it useful for people starting out because that's what people say is like just do it and then you know it's it's a useful construct whether it's true or not isn't relevant right but i came to the conclusion that it's not only not true but it's not helpful uh, you actually said the rule of sh- <laughs> the, the rule of thirds is bullshit i, I did believe, say was... that those were my exact words <laughs> like, and i almost when i walked in i was like all right we're going <laughs> i'm i'm it, it makes me sick and i've had fights with really good friends and wonderful <laughs> photographers about this but i'm convinced i went through and i'm i'm going to post on our our uh, podcast 
show notes page, mm-hmm. a bunch of the pictures I saw in the collection and a bunch of stuff from uh, that I shot myself. Neomodern.com forward slash podcast. Thank you. Nice plug. You're welcome. Nice Just, plug. you know, I always uh, forget by the end of the episode, <laughs> making sure that they knew where to go if they wanted to follow along. Yeah. So, uh, so okay, there's so many reasons it's wrong and not helpful. And okay. I'm going to try to, and, and, and it's all really about how to help a beginner take better pictures, right? Right. So it's which I appreciate. Good. And Thank it, you for having such a busy week, by the way. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to make. So I want you your pictures to be amazing, <laughs> and I'm not going to rest until we get there. <laughs> I definitely appreciate your level of commitment. Yeah. Okay. So this is what <laughs> so I let's found. Start. This is what I found. Um, what what photographers are doing has nothing to do with placing a subject at any any particular place in the frame. And that has nothing to do with what they're doing. What What's happening is that you're putting this rectangle around this continuous visual space. Mm-hmm. There is something that you're taking a picture of, but almost never is the thing you're taking a picture of completely isolated. Unless it's product photography. Maybe some product <laughs> photography. If you're in a studio on right, a neutral okay. background, yes, I can I can take a subject. This is clearly my subject and I can move it around in the frame because with impunity. Right. You know? But I'm not really doing that. I mean, I would no, say for the, for the most part, we're not really doing Nobody's that. doing yeah. that. You're out in the real world. And in the real world, there's not a single point subject that you're yeah. staring at. There's frankly all kinds of stuff going on in this rectangular frame my dog might be one of the things in there, mm-hmm. but there's all kinds of stuff. And I think it's it's challenging for a beginner to be thinking about how do I move the dog over to, to a spot that's a third over to the side? Mm-hmm. I'm told that will be better. Right. Um, and I understand um, certainly in old school cameras in the olden days, mm-hmm. there was a focus thing right in the center of the frame. Yeah. And so what people would do is they put that right on someone's face, they get it in focus and they take the picture and it was the worst composition you ever saw. <laughs> so this was a, a legitimate problem right. for a long time because you were concentrating on that focus circle mm-hmm. right in the middle. Uh, but nowadays we don't have that same problem. There's well, we lots... don't need to worry about the focus so much, right? It, I mean, the, it, it focuses and it's looking all over your frame. Mm-hmm. And even good um, DSLRs and mirrorless cameras have got lots of points of focus. Yeah. And if you're a photographer and you're doing your own focusing, it's focusing the whole frame. Mm-hmm. So what if you look at all of the pictures that I'm sort of looking at to determine this, what's happening is that the, the photographer is looking at the scene and and there's this array of objects and they're composing the objects that they see in the frame. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that there's a subject that they put somewhere. It, there's a lots of subjects. Right. <laughs> there's lots of points of interest and I need to move them around in the frame. And, yeah. how, you know, how do you move them around in the frame? Well, if they're relatively close, you move your body mm-hmm. kind of left, right, up, down and it creates parallax. Mm-hmm. You know, things that are close move more and things mm-hmm. that are far move less. And that is the art form of composition. You, It's never this perfect world of a single thing. It's lots of little things. Right. And I need to fit them all in the frame. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a, you know, you might look at the sailboat picture and say, oh, that's sort of a third over here. Mm-hmm. But the reality is I didn't put the sailboat at a third, what I did was I want the sailboat, I want the mountainside, and I want the cloud. Yeah. And to get all three of those things in, I've got to kind of orient it like so. Right. Where does it, does that put something at a third? Probably close, maybe. Yeah. But, but not because I'm putting it at a third, it's because I'm fitting everything in. 
You're packing everything into the frame. It is. It's like, that's really what the work is. It's Mm -hmm. how do I get the things I want in this frame in the frame and do it aesthetically in in an aesthetically pleasing way. Right. I was going to say it's like packing a suitcase, but then you said aesthetically pleasing. And I would say (laughs) me packing a suitcase is not really aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) How do you pack a suitcase? Uh, I mean, I feel like it depends on where I'm going. It's kind of different every time. And obviously, you stuff your underwear and your socks into your shoes. So that's a rule. That's a rule. True. I do follow that rule. But it would be wrong maybe to suggest uh, put the shoes right here or put, put your shirt right here because... Where your shirt goes in that suitcase, even if it often ends up rolled up and in this kind of general area, yeah. it's not because you wanted it to occupy that spot. It's because it's fit against other objects. I mean, I have just lots of different shoe options, so it's never packed the same way. Twice. I do love that you're entertaining me with this, going along with this uh, and, and analogy. Pack, this is amazing. I pack just by throwing everything in the in the box, right? I don't even care. Not even folded. It's just not even... Open the suitcase, zip it closed, sit on it. If it fits in there, I'm happy. <laughs> But but for, the, but for the photographs, and even when um, uh, beginners are instructed to uh, change the point of view, which is a wonderful thing to instruct people, right. get down low, get up mm-hmm. high, move the camera around so it's not at your eye height. Mm-hmm. Part of that is to change your vantage point, which is kind of neat. Yeah. But, but the unspoken part of that is you're changing the composition of the objects in front that you're taking a picture of. Right. And that's the goal. I tend to think it would be more useful to beginners to practice. You know, if you cut up shapes in in uh, construction paper, black mm-hmm. shapes in construction paper, mm-hmm. and you just try arranging these shapes yeah. in kind of interesting ways, that would be more instructive than telling you to, to put the subject at a third. Right. The other thing that I have a problem with is that it's just when someone says a third, it's mm-hmm. not a third. You <laughs> it's know? a third-ish. It's a third-ish. And, and <laughs> once it's a third-ish, I think the real rule, and I hate these ideas of rules, is like if your tendency is to put a subject that you're looking at in the center of the frame, right. I would just say t- get the cliche out of the way and then move the subject. I'm not saying move it to a third. I'm not right. saying there's any lines in there. I'm saying just push it off of center yeah. and look at what's in the rest of the frame. When and that's, you, a, that's a great place to start. If you free up some space, yeah. you'll notice other things over there. Exactly. And uh, and this is one of the reasons that good photographers start getting good at things like depth of field. Because if I don't want to see all that other stuff, I would change my depth of field so those are a little more you know, blurry or something mm-hmm. like that. If, if I want to see my subject in the context of those other things, then I might have deeper depth of field. But those are compositional. It's a, it's a tool for composition because I want to play with the way your eye is moving around through this picture. That's the job of these photographers. If I move the subject all the way to the side, it is different if it's look that person is a person and they're looking into the frame mm-hmm. versus looking out of the frame. Is there a rule that they should look into the frame? It, it's what happens is my eye goes to their eye and then I follow their eye line. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I want to do that, that's a cool thing. So I would instruct someone to think about eye lines, mm-hmm. think about those diagonals, think that stuff, but there's no rule about it. Yeah. Um, Deanne Arbus uh, has a super cool quote where she's talking about composition and she's like, sometimes I want things to be harmonious. I want them to have rightness, mm-hmm. but sometimes I want them to have wrongness. <laughs> and she shoots very strange things. And so that's the work of the photographers deciding 
does this composition fit this, what I'm trying to say in this picture? Is it building the tension that I want to convey or is it just peaceful and easy to look at? Yeah, I think a lot of people's pictures are are kind of boring because they are thinking about, I don't know what they're thinking about, Mm -hmm. but they're not thinking about the the dynamic that's created in the frame. Mm -hmm. They're just taking an image of an object and if you start moving the subjects around, if you change the composition mm-hmm. and push the, the main subject off of center, it means something different than when the subject's right in the center. Yeah. Well, and what I'm hearing, too, is the most important thing is really the frame. And so as a beginner, you don't have to get you don't have to be overwhelmed with trying to say, is this in the third? Is this exactly a third? But just getting it out of the center is a great first place to start because then it does open up the rest of the frame. You don't have a big head or a big object or whatever that thing is that you were normally placing in the center as a first rule, but you're able to see what's around it and then explore the, the, the tension in the frame or that full composition. But again, the frame is, is the most important thing. I think that's, I think that's exactly right. <clears throat> and I think that, and probably in any photo class, they'll tell you, you know, look around your frame. You know, don't just, no, I'm good. <laughs> look, look at all, look at the corners, look at what's in the picture you get to put everything in. You're packing your suitcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing that back around. <laughs> I, I like that metaphor. I'm not sure if people... But, I mean, it, the, the frame of the picture is a canvas, yeah. like a painter. A painter wouldn't have some, some abs- random element in there. They've literally put every single thing in the frame. I on, love that metaphor. That's great. Purposefully, right? Yeah. As a photographer, you are too. And you you might think that you don't have that capacity. It's just the real world is out there and mm-hmm. I don't get to choose. But that's wrong. I think overcoming that feeling that you don't get to choose because by changing my depth of field, by changing my position, by changing the exposure, I choose very much what you see here where your eye kind of bounces around in the frame. And um, and if my subject, if I want that subject to feel more tension, I might purposely move them to an edge. And mm-hmm. But I think in every single case, this idea that there's a rule of thirds is... Incorrect. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Incorrect and harmful, actually harmful to developing a a good photographic practice. So I just needed to say that because I'm losing sleep over it. I know. The rule of thirds is bullshit. It is. You know, (laughs) it probably won't be popular. It won't be popular. And at the same time, every single photographer starts there, Mm -hmm. even though they're as soon as they tell you that they're going to tell you, yeah, everyone breaks it. And I, I don't even want you to pretend like it's real and you're breaking it. I want you to realize that's not what you're doing when you're composing the objects in the frame. Well, is it Monday morning quarterbacking to say, oh, it's rule of thirds when, as you, the photographer, you're saying, I'm not thinking about that as I'm taking the photo. I'm thinking about the frame. Absolutely. That, I, I think that's... Um, uh, there's a there's another quote I'll post it also by Weston mm-hmm. who, who's saying that exact thing basically that critics go back and look through the work of artists and decide why it's good but the artists aren't thinking about that stuff at all they're doing you know uh, what goes on in the frame is a is about your feeling it, the artists the photographer's feeling and the composition gives you a feeling whether it's harmonious or, or discord and you do that purposefully, right? All right. Well, I am going to 
move my subject out of the center. You do that. You shove it. You, you just do that. Put, you, you shove it out. Shove it out. <laughs> but I don't care where you shove it to. <laughs> okay. You can shove it up. You can shove <laughs> no. it down. And think about how you feel when you've moved these things around. If you crop that thing funny, if you push it to the mm -hmm. side. If you. But ultimately, if you're taking a picture, get the cliche out of the way. Take the picture you think you need, mm -hmm. the subjects in the center or whatever. But I mean, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but when I'm out in the real world, I almost never have just an abstract thing that I can move freely in my frame. It just doesn't like that in the world. Yeah. So I, I think that um, I want to hear from people to see if this is useful. I'm going to hear from teachers who tell me I'm an idiot and that, that it, <laughs> this is... The, I have friends who have... I've already had arguments about this, but I think they're Monday morning quarterback. I, I think when they look at horizon lines and say, see, that's falling at the third line. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd say... Any line that is not in the middle, someone's going to say is a third. Anything that's pushed to the side, they're going to call it a third, whether it's right on that line or in the first third of the frame. Did I say this is bullshit? You did. You meant, well, I mean, I think I mentioned it me several times for you, but you definitely agreed. I'm paraphrasing you when I say <laughs> the rule of thirds is bullshit. So on that thought, let's send people out, take some pictures, forget that stupid rule, and um, see if your pictures get better as you look around the frame. Sounds like a plan. Okay. And then, okay. And then next next show, let's talk about where have you been? Why have you left me here? <laughs> Just no more <laughs> traveling. There are no podcast vacations. <sighs> there are no... I can't go this long <laughs> without working on it. Uh, and the next episode, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out the next episode later. Um, so everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. For more information, photos, and show notes, go to www.neomodern.com slash podcast. And please leave a review and rating on iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to us. It is super helpful. And thanks to jazz pianist Mitchell Foreman for our incredible theme music. We appreciate your attention and hope we have given you some things to work on and maybe think about. So until next time. Mm -hmm.